your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, happy Saturday. We are here with another exciting weekend episode of Locked On Blue Jackets. We are the daily podcast for the club's Blue Jackets, bringing you everything you need to know about your team every day. I am your host, Jay Foster. Uh, today, we have to talk about last night's game, um, which feels like a charitable way of putting it, quite frankly. Um, it like So the things I could say about last night's game, it sure was 60 minutes of hockey, uh, it had two teams playing against each other. It took place in Chicago. Like, these are all facts about this game. Um, I don't necessarily know that I would call it a good game or a fun game to watch. Um, especially in the first period, uh, there was, I think, eight total shots from both teams combined, which is not what you want. Um, I said on yesterday's podcast that I was not expecting good hockey out of either team. I didn't think they would take that personally, um, but apparently they did. Um, it was just, the game was awful. Like, um, somehow we managed to come away with a win despite having no business doing so. Um, Corpsalo was outstanding again uh i think his season save percentage is up to like a 936 which is i mean it's oh, he's only played four games but still like that seems a little bonkers uh oh he's played five games actually i tell a lie um but i don't know whether it was an ice issue or the fact that we played last night and half of the blackhawks are dead but it was just, like, it was bad. It was bad hockey. Um, both goalies were good. We talked a little bit about Kopsalo. Uh, Lankinen, uh, I thought, was extremely good, considering how bad the team in front of him is. Um, so let's let's kind of break, break the game down a little bit. Uh, scoring opens uh, with, you know, another power play goal, which I believe... Stop me if I'm wrong. Is two get two goals in two games? That is that is a power play goal streak right there. Um, that puts us at three on the season, which for this Columbus Blue Jackets team is you know pretty good. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna question it too hard in case it goes away. Um, Oliver Bjorkstrand, his third of the season. Uh, Atkinson gets another assist. Uh, Wierenski gets another assist slowly kind of the guys that you would expect to be showing up on the score sheet are show are starting to show up um I know everyone was worried that Atkinson wasn't scoring or like Jones Wierenski took a while to get going um I didn't think they were particularly great last night but then like neither was anyone else so it's it's tough to um it's tough to judge them in terms of having a bad performance when the entire team has decided collectively that they don't know 
how to pass. Um, but we go into the uh, into the first intermission up one nothing, and then uh, in a move that delighted me to no end, um, Eric Robinson takes a pass from Oliver Bjorkstrand, and he is just gone. Like that kid puts on his skates and he goes just completely burns past patrick kane who was at the point for some reason um duncan keith's got no hope of catching him and he just wires that puck uh great goal um that was his second of the season i believe uh bjork strand with another assist he's got eight points on the season so far uh which is pretty solid um Coming into this season, I didn't think that Oliver Bjorkstrand was going to be our leading scorer, but apparently that's what's happening, um, which is fine. I'm I'm having a lot of fun watching him. Uh, I say everyone was terrible. I thought he was very good last night, and I think he was quite good defensively as well, which is not something I think a lot of people expect from Oliver Bjorkstrand. Um, but if you look at like uh, the quote-unquote fancy stats, um, he is quite strong defensively as well as having that ridiculous ridiculous shot um but you know we're up to nothing despite being outshot like 12 21 by halfway through the second i think or something stupid like that once again like our offense has just ceased to exist uh and our penalty kill which has been pretty good thus far um there's some kind of miscue uh everyone's paying attention to patrick kane because he has the puck and that's what you do when patrick kane has the puck uh he is looking straight from what i can tell it's a bit of a weird angle he is looking straight at the net everyone assumes that he's gonna score he's gonna shoot uh and instead of even looking to the side he just no look past dylan strome and dylan strome puts it home that's his third of the season that's his third power play goal of the season um and it's 2-1 which was giving me uh horrible flashbacks of the two previous games where we were up by a goal going into the third period uh or we were tied and then we scored early in the third period and then we allowed a goal tied it and ended up going to a shootout and i don't know that i could have coped with three overtime slash shootout games in a row uh but you know somehow despite the patented blue jackets final 20 minutes penalty kill even though we're not killing penalties tactic uh where it seemed like the puck was in our zone for approximately 16 out of those 20 minutes uh we managed to hang on won the game uh, again, Corpsalo, outstanding. He had 31 of 32 saves. Um, and somehow we've got a nice little a nice little point streak going. I believe that's our seventh game straight with a point after opening the season with uh, two regulation losses to Nashville. So that's, that's pretty good. We're at the top of the standing still. I don't expect us to stay there forever, but it is extremely satisfying to be there right now um coming up in just a minute uh i'm going to talk a little bit more about last night's game what i thought was good what i thought was bad 
Uh, and we've also got some news coming out of Chicago that we need to address. Uh, but first, let me tell you about Bet Online. Uh, so, the Super Bowl is next week, I think. Uh, you know, the NBA is doing stuff. Uh, college football, I think, is still happening. Uh, and if you want to make some money, there's only one place that has you covered, and there's only one place that we trust, and that is betonline.ag. Uh, if you sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag, use promo code Locked On for your 50% welcome bonus. That means if you put $100 in, they will give you $50. If you put $200 in, they will give you $100. So if you want to bet on how many touchdowns Tom Brady is going to do at the Super Bowl, or you want to make a bet on who's going to score the opening goal for the Blue Jackets tomorrow. Uh, I put my money on uh, Riley Nash for this game, because why not? Um, It's been a while, and he normally has at least one or two bonkers goals a season. Um, Obviously, that did not pay off, but... Hey, maybe maybe you will be you will be luckier than me. Uh, so don't sit on the bench anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use promo code Locked On, and you get a fifty percent welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. So we're covering everything you need to know about the Columbus Blue Jackets, but what about the rest of sports? Now the Locked On Podcast Network has you covered there as well with Locked On Today. It's hosted by the great Peter Bukowski, and it is all the sports news you need every morning. And the best part, it's all under twenty minutes an episode. So make sure you subscribe to the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get podcasts. So I talked earlier, there was not a ton to like about that game beyond the fact that we somehow came out of it with a regulation win. Um, Again, you know, I've said it multiple times this episode. I'm going to continue saying it all season, I imagine. Uh, Jonas Corposalo, fantastic. Uh, Two point-blank saves on Patrick Kane near the end of the third period. Uh, he had a couple of, like, hairy moments where it looked like he didn't really know where the puck was, or, um, he just kind of seemed super chill about the fact that the puck was bouncing around in front of him, and he just kind of assumed everything would be fine, uh, but he made a lot of really good saves. I think I saw Mark Lazarus saying that he made 10 high-danger saves, uh, in the game, which is a solid 33% of his saves, which is pretty, pretty good. Um, I would expect Merzlikens to start the next game, as kind of is tradition at this point. Uh, You know, we've talked about it a little bit before. It's going to be one goalie, two goalie, one goalie, two goalie, basically all the way to, you know, knock on wood, the playoffs. Um, Bjorkstrand, I thought was very good. Uh, I actually like that line a lot. Uh, Bjorkstrand, Texier, and Felino seems to be clicking really well. Uh, it's allowing Texier to kind of grow as a centre, but giving him wingers that are solid defensively as well, um, which I like a lot. Obviously, Bjorkstrand and Texier, most of the offence on that line... Um, but giving a giving them a guy like Felino, you know, I think, is gonna give Texier the confidence to learn the like ins and outs and the nitty gritty of being a really good potential top line center because that's what he's been for the past few games. Um, 
Domi, I think, looked pretty solid. He seems to be kind of slipping quite well into his role of, I'm going to antagonize the other team, uh, which is, you know, always, always fun to watch. Um, oh, another Jonas Kupsalo note. Uh, he did try and murder a Black Hawk last night, which I believe brings his total of attempted murders of other teams to four, um, which is almost one per game, so good for him. Uh, my friend was, t- oh, we were talking about this last night, and my friend was like, um, do you think that this kind of condensed schedule where we only play like seven other teams is going to increase his chances of finally being able to fight a man? Uh, and honestly, we can only hope. Um, it is it is good that we have Muslikins to kind of balance that out, though. I think I would be very stressed if Corpusalo tried to fight someone literally every game. Um, whereas Muslikins seems a lot more chill and that is good for, like, the team, uh, and also my blood pressure. Um, other, other good things, um, Robinson, obviously, he's coming on in leaps and bounds, I think. Uh, defense looked not necessarily better, but I think it was, um, uniformly bad. Uh, I don't think Kukan and Del Zotto stood out as much as they have been, and I don't know whether that's because they were playing worse or if Jones and Wensky were starting to play slightly better, but for whatever reason, it wasn't a case of, oh, so-and-so is on the ice, that's that's good. Um, I like to think that eventually Jones and Wensky will kind of get their shit together and play the kind of hockey that we have come to expect from them. Um, you know, I'm not really sure what's going on with them, but I think last night's game is a tough kind of sample to say, okay, they were bad and this is why, because as previously mentioned, everything and everyone was bad, up to and including the ice. Um, like, people, it was, it was real bad. Uh, I made a couple of jokes about it, but like, Guys were falling over left and right. The puck was just not going anywhere that people wanted it to. Um, a lot of times it seemed like, oh, that's a you know a perfect tape to tape pass, and then it would just like bounce or hit something, and suddenly you've got to go and chase the puck down. Uh, there were a lot of times that like uh, I noticed it a couple of times specifically from Duncan Keith, which you don't expect from a guy like Duncan Keith. Is he was at the uh, at the blue line trying to keep the puck in and it just kind of slid past him so again I don't know whether that was due to passing issues because no one like again nobody could pass um, last night or if it was the fact that for whatever reason the ice was just real bad um, other things I would like to see done a little bit better um The other thing I liked about that game was I think all of our lines were the same at the end as they were at the start. And if that's true, then I believe that's two games in a row, which is pretty good. Um, However, it does kind of pose a little bit of an issue with Patrick Laine's arrival, um, which we'll we'll talk a little bit about 
later later on. Um, I was going to kind of look ahead to tomorrow's game and see kind of what what I would expect from the team then. Uh, but just before I sat down to record, we got some news out of Chicago that they've cancelled today's practice out of, again, quote, an overabundance of caution, end quote, uh, in line with the NHL's COVID protocols, which does not bode well for many things. Um, so the game tomorrow might not even be, might not be going ahead. Um, which I think that would be the third team to have to kind of shut down their season for a second in the Central Division alone. Um, Vegas is out of action at the minute, but, you know, Dallas was slow getting their season started because they had an outbreak at training camp, and then Carolina has only just started up again after losing, like, six guys. Um, I believe there's only... Th- I believe there's three guys on Chicago's COVID protocol list at the minute. Um... We will likely find out a little bit more by tomorrow in terms of whether more guys are being added or um, whether the game tomorrow will will even go ahead. But, you know, again, I maintain I'm incredibly lucky that I get to cover this team uh, and I have missed hockey and, you know, this is this has been really nice being able to watch hockey again regularly. Sports should not be happening right now. Um, there are a lot of things that shouldn't be happening right now, but sports feels like a big one, um, especially if you're going to insist on having fans in the arena. Um, Chicago has not been doing this. Uh, Columbus is not doing this. Uh, Detroit has been having close friends and family. In Dallas has been having fans. Um, I believe they're the only two teams in the Central, but it still stresses me out. I still hate it. Uh, and again, I feel like we're getting closer and closer to just shutting the season down because everyone is going to get COVID. But, you know, what do I know? Um, I will be genuinely surprised if we get to the playoffs this year and we have not had to pause the league for at least a couple of days to kind of get everything straightened out. Uh, coming up in just a minute, uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about the question of now that Patrick Laine is in Columbus and will likely be making his debut on Tuesday against the Dallas Stars, who do we take out of who do we take out of the lineup? Uh, but first, I've got to tell you about Built Bar. Uh, Built Bar is basically, you know, put it simply, it is the best tasting protein bar on the market. Do you want something that is low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber? Uh, great for keto it comes in 18 amazing flavors all of them are covered in 100 percent chocolate you know it is the only protein bar that is worth buying in my opinion um if you like me are incredibly lazy and hate thinking about healthy eating or what you're gonna have then you know you can just get up on a morning have a built bar and you are ready to go uh, and if you keep an eye on the website, sometimes they have, like, fun limited edition flavors, or, um, you know, they will bring an old favorite back for a couple of days, so, you know, you have to, you have to really keep an eye on it, but it is, in my opinion, absolutely, absolutely worth it. Uh, my personal favorite, uh, of the, 
of the flavors is cherry barcia. It's just, it's so good. Um, and best of all, if you go to builtbar.com, use promo code locked on or one word, you get 20% off your next order. Once again, that is promo code locked on for 20% off at builtbar.com. Get the upper hand in your fantasy league with daily fantasy hockey advice from Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Fantasy hockey expert Scott Cullen gives you the tips, insights, and analysis for season-long dynasty and DFS leagues. They breaks down all the stats and information to keep you ahead of the competition. Make sure you subscribe to the Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast wherever you get your podcasts. So, the like, last night's game aside, because I feel like, again, it's unfair to judge, um, it is difficult to look at this roster right now and say this player deserves to sit in favor of another player um the only the only guy that i can kind of look at and say he has not been playing particularly well the past few games is grigorenko uh which is a shame because i thought he had a really strong start to the season he looked really good uh but again this kind of line bouncing around he doesn't know any of his teammates, um, and I think that's kind of had a bit of an impact on him. He's mostly been on the third or fourth lines, um, so as frustrating as it is and whatnot, I do understand kind of the logic behind sitting him. Um, however, I feel like if he gets out of the lineup, it's going to be tough for him to get back in. Um the other potential option is uh, Jack Roslovic, I think. But again, he's had two very strong games since coming to Columbus. Uh, and frankly, I think the city would riot if we took him out of the lineup. Um, also, he's playing centre at the minute, which is something that we need. Um, it kind of frees up Riley Nash to play on the wing. It gives us, again, an extra centre for when we inevitably get kicked out of the face-off dart. Um, I think every line has two potential centers on it at the minute, which is pretty, pretty good. Um, but yeah, it's tough to kind of, obviously line A is coming into the lineup, the line A up, hey. Um, but it's difficult to say this player is going to come out for him because like the logical place for him to go is to replace Felino on that top line, but then you've got to put Felino, you've got to kind of displace him to a different line and then you know, it might end up being that you have to reshuffle all four of your lines to kind of get the combinations that you want, um, which is a shame because I feel like, again, last night's game, aside in terms of the bad hockey, I don't think it was a case of, like, bad chemistry. I think um, the lines we have at the minute are really starting to click. Uh, I thought they were very good in Florida, so... It is, it is a tough kind of, it's something tough to kind of figure out in terms of who do we sit, and if, you know, this person sits, then when do we put them back in the lineup? Um, I don't like that Emil Bemstrom is on the taxi squad at the minute, because I feel like he's at a really crucial point in his development, and okay, he maybe had a couple of iffy games, but um, I don't necessarily think that he deserves to sit on the taxi squad most of the season. Um, it's kind of the same feeling I have about Andrew Peake. Um, I don't necessarily think that Kukan or Del Zotto should sit right now, but 
I like Peak's development thus far a lot, and I think having him again sit on the taxi squad is going to be detrimental. Um, so it is it is a tough kind of it is a tough question to answer. Um, I'm sure we will get an answer by the time I next sit down to record, but I think my answer would probably be Grigorenko. Um, as annoying as it is, he has had kind of the least impact of the na- of the of the team right now. I think, um, which is probably unfair to him, but that is that is my opinion. Uh, I think that's all the time we have for today. On Monday, I'm going to be sitting down finally with uh, Harrison Lee of Locks on Jets. We're going to look at the Line A Dubois trade. We're going to get all our feelings out there. Uh, and kind of get an insight look on Patrick Laine as a player beyond guy that could potentially score 50 goals. Um, if you want to follow me on Twitter, uh, I am Jay the Goalie. I have something launching on Monday for LGDB History Month, so if that's something you're interested in, uh, give me a follow over there. You can follow this podcast at uh, LO underscore Blue Jacket. I will be live tweeting tomorrow's game there if it happens. Uh, touch wood. And if you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at lockedonbluejacket at gmail.com. Uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend. <laughs>